And we're live. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number 18 of the Let the Kids Talk podcast. You know who I am. It's your host, Elijah Burks. You can find me on Twitter at Legion of Room. And today, we have five other people with us. We'll go around and introduce each other. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. I am Cameron Woolley. You can find me on Twitter at Cam Woolley Show. You can find me on Instagram on that same handle where I can promote my podcast. Um, I also have my own podcast. If you search up the Cameron Woolley Show on either YouTube, Spotify, or SoundCloud, you can find um, my podcast if you just want to listen to me, if that's more your speed. Um, and I'll pass it on. What's up, everyone? This is Nick Rosado. You can find me. On multiple Twitter accounts, first my professional one at Rosado underscore Nick, second my Yankee fandom one at Respect Our Eyes, except the S and Respect is a two. You can also find my Instagram at Nick Five Bummers. Just want to make sure you guys go listen to our Yankee special. Hey guys, it's Sam, otherwise known as Hey Double Y X Sam on Twitter, and I think that the Padres are going to win the NL West. And with that, I'm going to pass it on. <laughs> What's up, guys? It's Darth. You know where you can find me. You can find me on Twitter at the Evil Empire Twenty Five, and I'm gonna pass it on. <laughs> Hi guys. <laughs> Apologize for how many takes this took. Just like you know who Elijah is, you know what I am. Extremely disappointed. You can find me on Twitter at No Doubt Detmers. All right. So, uh, in case you guys right. haven't been living under a rock, there's been some news. Recently, with the New York Mets, oh, they have oh, traded. Man. Well, this a bag oh, of peanuts. Right. Oh, I've been waiting for this battle for fucking. I've been waiting for this battle all day. You didn't even let him finish speaking. You didn't even get to say what the trade was, dude. We could have been talking about the Mets signing Brandon Drury for all we know. So, like, we don't know what we're talking about yet. Don't jump to conclusion. Right, so, every, everyone, listen, everyone listen to me. Everyone listen yeah, to your Lord Savior. But the Mets well, have acquired Francisco Lindor and Carlos Carrasco in exchange for a bag of peanuts, a $5 bill, and some uh, chips that have been half-opened. Axe body spray was included in the deal as well. Can't confirm. So, we have a Mets fan here. Uh... He's very excited. Uh, what do you think, Darth? What are you thinking about this whole thing? <laughs> listen, listen. I just, I just got to give my view. First of all, this is the first step in the Steve Cohen era. Now, first, like, first of all, they basically gave up nothing. Rosario is garbage. That's one. Isaiah Green. No one knows who that. No one knows who he is. Like, he's basically yeah. no name. Josh yeah. Wolf. Now he 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 probably has he actually has some potential, but really this whole trade in terms of the Indians was really centered around Andre Andreas Jimenez, who he's he's all right offensively, but really you're just you're really getting him for his above average defense. Like I watched him play, like he has some he has some he has some great defense, but like in terms of what the Indians got for, like they didn't just give up Lindor, they also gave up Carlos Carrasco, and. We all know Lindor, you know, one of the best players in the whole league. But Carlos Carrasco, too, not only did they give him, give him up, but he's also controllable for two more years. He's a solid pitcher. All around, a good deal for the Mets and just a terrible deal for the Indians. And as I said, this is the first, first step in the Steve Cohen era. So, yeah. Do you think they're going to add Springer? 
Oh, oh that's that's kind of see. Here's the thing. Here's the oh, thing Lord. about oh, that no. is that um, it's 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 a little bit unlikely. It depends because I because I wonder if because Steve Cohen did make a promise to the owners that at least for this year, and he said it multiple times that this year at least, like he is not going to hit the the threshold. Um, yeah, they're they're at one seventy seven million in payroll right now. They want to be at least like ten million below, which would be like one ninety. They don't have space for Springer, and if the yeah, Mets so sign unless, Springer, yeah. oh, oh good this Lord. website wants to uh, this podcast uh, will burn down. Like Steve is the type of person to like literally take money out of his pocket to pay these guys. Like he just gives I mean, me he, those like vibes as an owner. I mean, Cohen already made up over half of the money he spent on the team. Literally, he made up. Yeah. He made one point six billion dollars. In 2020, and he paid 2.4 billion dollars for the team. He basically already made up half of them. He already basically already made up half of the money he already spent on the team. He wants a winning team. He wants a playoff <laughs> caliber team, and he's he kind of he getting it. Wants, yeah, he wants to replicate what the Dodgers created, and so far with this move is literally what the Dodgers did, but it will be bets. Yeah, I mean he's yeah. he's a smart guy. Except you're not getting an Alex Verdugo back on Cleveland. I, I think it. though that there's a difference between Francisco Lindor and Mookie Betts. Oh, like, of course, of course, yeah. Oh, of course, of course. yeah. Francisco I would Lindor, not say, in my opinion, is like top, is like he's like a top twenty-five player in baseball around that area. But Mookie Betts is obviously top two. Okay, top twenty-five is a little low, but like I I think yeah, he's you know a player maybe the late teens. Um, in terms of players, I, I feel like Betts is a position player. Yeah, he has that potential. Obviously, he's got a lot in the tank. But you know, Betts is a number two for sure. Betts is the second best position player in all of baseball. There's a little bit of and a difference there. And he's not number there. one. And he's not number one. Don't let don't let uh, media. No, media let's not you. let's not joke around about this. Yeah, yeah, there is no way you can say that Mookie Betts is better than Mike Trout. That's for another day. Yeah, another day, another year. But I'm gonna give my take as a. A division rival as a Braves fan, I think this trade works out very, very well for the Mets. Obviously, because you get Francisco Lindor, obviously, who's top around top twenty, and you also get a solid, dependable number four starter in Carlos Carrasco, who obviously has been through so much and so much in his uh, both career on and off the field. And it's and he's a great pitcher, and he's honestly one of my favorites to watch in baseball. So it's going to be a little bit tough to see him pitching against my Braves, and honestly, probably dominating because Mets always pitch well against the Braves. And like, I'm not in love with that fact, but I think this puts the Mets at a solid number two in NL East. Now, if they get Springer, that's a different story. If they get Springer, I think it's close. It's definitely. 1A and 1B situation there with the Brave Mets. We'll just have to see how it plays out because I think Mets are the favorites on Springer, if I'm correct. And then the Blue Jays are up there too. Apparently, Brave might be inquiring on him too, also. But uh, yeah, it's certainly going to be interesting to see how it plays out because I definitely don't think he's going to be done with his moves. He's obviously, I think he's going to make at least one more like big free agent move. And I'm curious to Aren't see what that's going to be. Chris Bryant? Like, uh, oh no! No, what happened was that. what happened was they were going after Chris that. Bryant, but then the Cubs wanted Francisco Alvarez, which is I mean the Mets basically top prospect, um, catching prospect, and Sandy Alderson said straight up, we are not trading, we are not trading our um our 
high yeah. prospects. What is I, yeah, I just want to and catchers. Like, what is up with them in the catching situation? Because I think it was literally last time where we were saying, yeah, they want to trade Contreras, but don't th- they want to trade Contreras, they want to trade uh, Caratini, they want Campuzano from the Padres, remember that? Which didn't yeah. end up happening. But they have Miguel Amaya, why would they want Campuzano? Now they want Francisco Alvarez. What is going on? Just, just suit David Rossi up. Just, just suit him up. Yeah. Make him go Jake. back out there. Man. Yeah, David Ross. He's... I mean, and he's gonna have a lot. He's gonna have a lot of work to do. I think my take on Chris Bryant, though, is that I'm not in love with him as a player because his barrel percentage has gone down each of the last few years, and that's obviously concerning. And I get that he had a great 2019, but analytics also analytics also showed that he was kind of lucky in 2019. He was a bit lucky, and uh, in 2020, obviously, he was hard, but he's not going to be that bad, obviously. But I think he's going to be a guy we see around an 840, 830, 850 OPS. And uh, I'm not sure if that's a guy worth breaking the bank for, per se. Mm. I, I, yeah. do, I do understand that. I just don't yeah. know what the Cubs are doing. Like, <laughs> Obviously, I would love if the Braves traded for uh, him because Kevin Sides can work his hitting coach magic like he did with Travis Darno and Marcelo Zuna. But... Yeah, you never know. Uh, to me, uh, to me, Bryant is either a San Francisco Giant, or you never know. He might even go end up going to a team like the Marlins somehow. You know, I, I think, think he's one of those. Not they're they're not up a lot of cash for him. I'm not. I'm not totally sure about this, but I think I remember seeing something like last uh, last last spring. I think Bryant requested like a trade. I think that I think that's Bryant's something. Bryant's been that requesting a trade like the last. Three off seasons or something. Oh yeah, he hates he hates Chicago for some except, except, reason. Except for uh, Anthony Rizzo, you gotta keep up. Yeah, Rizzo he loves romance. he loves he loves Anthony. Didn't Future the Nationals have a bunch of interest in Chris Bryant? The Nationals? I yeah, didn't the Nationals did, have a bunch they, of like, interest in Chris Bryant? Stopped. I, I I think that like the whole the Nationals are in such a weird position. Like I think they're in the weirdest position in the entire league. Every team is getting stronger. Right, like I think they're number four at least. Yeah, I think that they they might even be number five if we're being honest here. They, even with like Josh Bell, he's obviously not going to make that much of a difference. Carter Keyboom is the absolute bust of busts and needs to be traded right away in order to get any value for him. Like his value went from being like top prospect value on like his AAV over I think it was like forty bunch of value to being used in trade proposals for Heimer Candelario. So his value is just slowly thinning out like maple syrup, and they need to just get one last ounce of him out maple as a syrup. trade chip. Otherwise, that's going to go to waste. That's an interesting Of course, 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 it's the Canadian that makes that reference. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I think... Uh, I'm not sold on the Marlins, honestly. I'm not sold on them at all. I get they're young, but I think some of the players... They read the peak of their career. Like, uh, yeah, I'm not totally sold on them. But and I'm, I'm kind of sold on the Mets now as a playoff team, if I'm being honest here. And I'm obviously sold as being the NLE's favorites. But it's going to be interesting to see how the other three teams in that division proceed. At least in my opinion. Um, yeah. yeah, so pretty simple to me. I talked about this yesterday in the Yankee pod. Um, 
you know, everyone knows why I don't, I'm not happy with this trade. One of my favorite players going to a team I don't like. And I've been an advocate of getting Lindor to the Yankees for... Is this your, is this your morning voice? That's a, like that's a I've months. never heard your voice like and this. Are you I've never heard you this depressed. Right? Yeah. And, um, Even after the Yankees lost the, the playoff Yankees series, you were still saying, dude, the Rangers are poverty. Um, shut the hell up. <laughs> 40 minutes again. Nick, Nick Nick um, no, you know what? All right, listen, you want my actual voice? Here you go. Um, you woke me up. So, basically, oh. this, this... Oh, no. Oh, no. I feel like this is a trip the Yankees could have made easily. You know, those bum prospects that they get, the Mets gave up. Yankees easily could have beat that. But, you know, they're being, being prospect pinchers. But we but we talked about that last night. We don't have to talk about that again. Here's what I'm going to say. Listen, I might sound like a hater. I don't care. Listen, I was listening to the Short, po- short Porch uh, podcast from, from Barstool. Shout out to um, Hubs, Tommy Smokes, and Marty Mush. And one thing you're saying, Answer don't us. tell me. Do not tell me. And I'm going to echo what they were saying. Do not come to me. Do not say. You should be happy. This is good for New York sports. I'm a Yankee fan. I'm not a city of New York sports fan. I'm a New York Yankee fan. Do not say, oh, this is good for New York City sports. No, I don't care. It's Yankees <laughs> versus everyone. I'm not rooting for the damn Mets. I'm rooting for the New York Yankees and only the New York Yankees. I don't want to see any other team do good. We're not, Take- we're not, we're not, not city of New York. No, it's Yankees versus everyone. Screw every other team. So Take that level. Great for don't t- don't say oh you should be happy for the Mets blah, blah blah happy for Lindor no no I'm not happy because listen our guys should be our front office needs to do a little better they need to do a little better. Um, Take that care. level of listen, anger that you to... have and listen, just wait I'm not done yet I'm not done yet and listen I just oh, want to no. <laughs> say this yes. listen you can tell me oh you're Raider good luck beating the big three. You still have three other teams that are better than you in the National League. Okay? Pod is still better than you. The Braves are still better than you. And we all know yeah. that big, mighty beast down in L.A. is definitely better than you. And so, they just keep getting better, the Dodgers. Keep getting better. So, you still got three teams better. You're going to get too. It's um, well, yeah, How about you make a trade for Shane Bieber? Newsflash. Oh, God. You still have work to do. Okay, Mets fans. Job's not finished. Job's definitely not finished. And no. you were saying there, right, right. Can I give another Yankee wrong. perspective on this? For those of you, wait, wait. For those yes, of you let's get five hundred. You're not closing on the Yankees. You're still a better team than you guys. And once we shore up this team a little bit, like I said, you still have to go through three juggernauts in the National League. While we're sitting here in the American League, in this, I don't want to say weak, but pretty watered down American League right now. So. Don't come to me with the comparisons. We're still a better team. Like, but like whatever. American American Brewers League Brewers. is like so bad. American League is like kind of watered down. The Brewers should probably be in that two seed, like in that league. <laughs> no, thank you. Okay, thank wait, you. Wait, wait, can wait, I look? Can I look, give? Just being honest. Can I give a okay? A big Cuban. Oh, like, my last I, thing. My last thing is it doesn't matter. You guys are National League. We're in the American League, so you know it doesn't. We don't really correlate. Just want to add that too. But am I the only Yankee fan in this podcast? It, no. Am I the only Yankee <laughs> fan like on this planet that isn't like emotionally affected by this move? Probably like, not, dude. Like, why should like why should I care? I mean, yeah, it, 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 good for the Mets, I guess. Their fans have been going through hell on earth for the last thirty years. I mean. 
good for them, but I don't get why this has to involve the Yankees. If you know, well, like, I get, I get people, that crosstown. I get that it's crosstown. I get that there's all that stuff. But the bottom line is they're in opposite leagues. It's the yeah, only time, like, people, the only time I'm complaining because the problem, is, the, problem here, the problem here is that listen. I'll, let me let me give you let me give you a little example. Last offseason we had Garrett Cole. Not one New York article is out here mentioning the Mets for absolutely no reason. You see an article this week this week about Francisco Lindor. What does every article say? Oh. In reaching Yankees territory, blah, 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 blah. Listen, we're always going to be involved when they do something. When we do something, no one's going to care. But when it happens to them, they're going to – everyone's going to mention us because they're who – they're they're chasing us, like, in terms of, like, in terms of the state. Now, in terms of the AL, I know you're, you're totally right. And we shouldn't care. But I'll tell you the one mini reason you might want to care because we, we don't get Renee Jailer Mayhew, there goes plan B. Plan B is not there anymore. Prime plan B is gone. So you gotta and go with Plan it's A. Like, it's, yeah, yeah. That, that that's why Plan A is even more important now because Plan B was a pretty damn good Plan B. So like, even if we <laughs> yeah. lost on Plan A, Plan B is like not even that. Like Plan Plan B is a top ten player still. In the words of Pat, in the words of Pat McAfee, I thought I thought Plan B was just a pill you take. Like, wow. Uh, no, oh God. The, plan, the two plans oh, are like no. not that far off from each other. <laughs> now Plan B is gone, and you're not even sure about Plan A. So if you can't get Plan A. Uh, Plan listen, C better not be honestly. Like, man, let me stop. Let me stop. Here, like, guys, we had a Yankees episode yesterday. We know that you know Plan B is not a guarantee, but still, you're rocking with a team that can still easily win the AL East, easily go through playoff rounds. In my opinion, easily win the 2021 World Series. There's probably nothing to be worried about. Where well, that yeah, Nick, actually, Nick, I if anything. If anything, you're adding some validity to Mets fans saying the Yankee fans are bugger because you sound pretty like you're your your jock seems to be in a bunch over this, Nick. No, because you sound like you're seething right now, like, man. Because if we don't get deep, no, who because... the hell are we gonna get, dude? Who the hell Guys. are we gonna get? You're going to learn, oh my goodness, replacement player. Oh my goodness, an average player in one spot of the lineup. Oh my god, an Aledmus Diaz. And eventually you're gonna have, you'll have to live with that. You're going to have Miguel no- Andujar and Andujar starting at second base probably or something terrible. like that. <laughs> no, do not mention that name. Honestly, no. like... Like, I saw that meme where it's like, the capital has been given the best defense possible, and then the defense, Miguel Andar. Miguel Andar. Can we not bring up those events? We're we're a sport. We talk about sports. Okay, to change the subject, to change the subject, subject. I have a question. I have a question. It wasn't really on the agenda, but I think it's really relevant. How do you guys feel about pitchers using sticky stuff or pine tar? Oh please, care, everyone! Everyone fucking everyone, does it. Every, oh please, I don't. Look like I care, dude. I, I it's obvious. It's easy. obvious that all the best pitchers do it. So please, Garrett. You think Garrett Cole it's, uh, somehow really beefed up in the gym and fucking increased his fastball velocity <laughs> by five miles an hour since he got traded from Pittsburgh? No. No, he rubs the Personally, bill of his hat every. He rubs the bill of his hat like in between pitches every single game. I can't and, wait. Until- and and all I'm gonna say is that everyone else does it. Is there something wrong with it? That's up to you. 
But Personally, I, mean, I, I can't feel wait. like let Sam speak. I feel like it's really hypocritical for like people like Trevor to be like, hey, I'm going to call you out for this and then I'm going to do it myself, you know, oh, and then like, you know how he he responded to one of the and guys. He denied on... it. Yeah. And he denied it. And it's like, dude, how did you get your spin rate up that much between right. like, like no Shout matter out. how much science you have, no matter how much analytics you have, it's not going to be that Shout much. And... Gabe. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I can't wait until Nate Pearson gets a hold of some of that stuff. Like, I can't. I can't wait until Mike Soroka gets a hold of that. Some of that wait, wait, stuff. Wait, let me just say, I'm not. I'm not a supporter of Trevor Bauer, and I'm pretty sure, he, like, we're, what, what we're all talking about right now, like how he probably like uses it is all wrong. I'm not going to say it's impossible for a set for a player to inc- to get that. Like, I'm not going to say it's out of the realm of possibility for a player to increase their spin rate. By a lot, he can get better, especially with all the stuff that Trevor does. It's just the amount that he got better is insane. I'm just saying, saying, I I don't like for him personally, like right now in this situation, I don't believe, like, like, yeah, yeah, he probably did use sticky stuff, but like, I'm just gonna say to everyone out there, it's possible for someone to actually put in the work and actually, yeah, 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 if you do the right workouts, if you do the right, the Grom is number one, is a guy who just works to stay off the Grom. Because he, he, he like averages one hundred to bad yeah. go to the playoffs. If you watch any yeah. of the momentum videos, every single time Trevor pitches in them, he uses like I don't, it's not pine tar, but it's like a, a sticky substance. And I just think it's you're not going to train with it and then not use it in a game. Like that would be yeah. dumb, like, you know. You guys, maybe Never Bauer, maybe Bauer's gonna boycott Twitter now. Because, uh, oh, for the love of every, God, oh my God. Uh, we, can maybe, we not talk about maybe, politics? I'll literally storm out of this say, goddamn this, this recording. Is, uh, so I'll literally storm out of this recording room right we don't, now. We don't have to storming talk about out politics. Of the virtual think, recording room. I think it's funny I'll literally how storm much. Out we do not care. Um, <laughs> we, do, we do not care. You're so, like, you storm out. We do, we not, do care. not care. Oh, um, listen, I'll just say this. He could storm out of MLB. He could storm out of MLB. I, I, I would all that. Fine. But whoever signs him is going to be overpaid, in my opinion. He's going to get yeah. overpaid. Okay, okay, it's okay. It's my time. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna rip into Bauer a little bit here. I swear to God, oh, this man. guy gets over twenty million oh. per year. That would be the, that would be the biggest rob robbery since. Man, I don't even know. That would be the biggest robbery since. God, the cap. <laughs> there's, there's got to be some absurd contract. Okay. It'll be the biggest robbery. Bobby Bonilla, Bobby Bonilla, Bobby Bonilla. Bobby Bonilla getting a hundred one million every year. <laughs> um, we, of course we. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I just want to say Bauer acts like he is hot shit. He is not hot shit. Right. He pitched very well in a sixty game season. I will admit that he pitched very against well the against, against his division. Against his division, against which is the, the absolute NL crappy Central. division. It sucks. Which sucks. It sucks. It sucks. And especially when you consider the fact that. Teams like the Brewers, Cubs, all regressed hitting and have their best players essentially suck. Which is something that happened across all league-wide. Pitchers are definitely more favored this year, but still. I think Bauer is, like, good. He's pretty good, but he's not, like, a top three, top five pitcher. He's not. He's not. And you know what? I know all his homers on Twitter acting like, yeah, he's doing good. He's going to game. Well, you know what? He isn't growing shit. He is not growing shit. This is a fake agenda. Hey, if you post on YouTube more, guess what? You're going to go to games. That's not how things work. 
That's not how things work. Bauer is a douchebag. He's a douchebag. That's not going to help grow the game. That's going to help decrease the game. Because every time you see him on the mound, it's like, all right, this fucking guy again, this little, this little <laughs> shitbag, every time. I swear to God, dude, he's milking right. hell out of this. And right. everyone can everyone can admit it. Shut up, dude. Shut up for a second. Everyone can, everyone can admit it. He, he is annoying the hell out of all of us. And you know what? It is getting downright to the point where it's getting annoying. You are not that shit. You are not the shit. You are... A gl- you are a glorified Drew Smiley, dude. You oh, are not no. going to be that good. You are not I love, how, I love how the baseball community took such a sudden time. heel turn on Bauer. Because, I, I love it. I right. love it, dude. He deserved it. it. He deserved, it. It. He deserved it. it. It took it's such a heel turn on him. It's gone from who wants Bauer to who's going to get stuck with Bauer. That's what. That's that's literally what it went through. He only had a season in a sixty-game season against his bad division. He has a track record of being a, not a good teammate, of being an asshole on the mound, excuse my language, and can we just talk about how how much the baseball community turned on him? Like, I, I, I think it's insane how he's, his whole brand is wanting to grow the game and wanting to be so attached to, to Twitter and to social media, and he just turned everybody off. Yeah, especially because there was some there was something that resurfaced on Twitter. There was something that resurfaced on Twitter by a very own Sherlock Holmes Sam who yes. said that who talked about how Bauer wiped off Black Lives Matter on the mound from yes. Devin Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude, it's, it's someone who brands himself so off of being okay and have whatever opinions you want on the movement on the organization. But for someone whose entire brand is being progressive and forward-thinking, wiping off the modern civil rights movement symbol off the exactly. mound and putting your he brand be the opposite. And, and, and putting to do it, your little brand on there, that is unwiser. That's contrary. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay, so I originally tweeted the original tweet that I got was like it got around like almost 900 likes, but the actual thing, oh, and, I, and I and I misspoke. He didn't rewrite buds. He just wiped it off in the seventh inning. And I think it's crazy to not only one do it to a person of color, Devin Williams, but to also do it onto someone else's mound. Like I think that if they were in Cincy, it would be different. But they were in Milwaukee. You know, you don't touch other people's like stuff. Like you just don't. And this was and, also sorry. Go no, ahead. No, you're good. Go ahead. Yeah. This was also in the wake of the Jacob Blake shooting in Milwaukee, in their backyard. Exactly. So everyone, it was like yeah. two days after the shooting of Jacob Blake. And for for Trevor to just do something like that, and, and I really don't think anybody saw it, because I'm going to tell you right now, Devin Williams liked my tweet. So I, I think that Devin wouldn't have liked it if it didn't happen. And I'm assuming that nobody really said something or nobody really saw it. Because it did happen so quickly and there were no like cameras on it. But you can tell he's sitting on the bottom of the mound in the bottom of the second or the seventh. And and he just walks like right over it like it's nothing. Nobody touches the mound during the seventh inning stretch. Like it's all signs point to Bauer doing it. And I just I, I think it's I think it's insane. And I think it's horrible. And I think he's a shitty person. Yep, he first he liked that tweet. He yeah, Devin it. Williams yeah, at the tweet. I have the I have the screenshots. It's probably still light. It's yeah. It is the receipts. 
And I wasn't going to say anything because I didn't really want Devin to be, like, drug into it. But I guess he did like it on, like, a public account. And I was just going to, like, say it if Trevor actually responded, which he didn't. Because I feel like if he did, there would be too much evidence against him. So, and Devin, if you're listening, yeah, please mm-hmm. welcome you here. We welcome you. Yeah, we would welcome, welcome you. Here. Open arms, man. Yeah, of course. We welcome you. We're not Trevor Bauer. I've talked to him multiple Bauer. times, and he's he's such a he's such a kind guy, and like such a team player. And I just opposite think it's horrible Bauer. for opposite of course of off, opposite of Bauer. And, and also, and Devin actually the... has the skills. Devin actually has the skills that he can do whatever mm-hmm. the fuck he wants. Ooh. Also, kudos yep. to Pete Crow Armstrong yesterday, lighting up the Twitter world. Also, you, we'd love to have you on, man. If you happen yep. to be listening, yeah, Pete Crow Armstrong is a guy is a guy who's not afraid to speak out on this on this platform, especially because he's one of the top prospects in uh, baseball. And you know, obviously, baseball's as is more conservative centered. So, but it's still, not it's anymore, more really. Celebrate. Yeah, but it's still brave. It's still. I feel brave like I feel out. like all the white guys are conservative, or most of them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's they don't like. Okay. It's they don't want. They don't like to speak out. Speak out on it. But it's very. Peter Armstrong hit the nail on the dot with what he was saying, and you can see players in baseball are just tired of what's going on in this country. It's clear that baseball and the world are going in a direction, and that direction needs to be forward. And we need to shut the people out who want to go backwards. True. Honestly, though, honestly, though, I'm so I'm so thankful that at least MLB is is heading in the right direction, and maybe not all the players agree with it. But having signs up and having you know like the Black Lives Matter signs and stuff like that, like I think that's such a good step for baseball and. You know, no matter how many fans it turned away, I think it was still such a good idea to do that, to have such the the momentum of the voting and everything like that. And and for pitchers and for players and for everybody else to have their 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 views listened to, their opinions listened to. I think that's I think that's great for the game. And I'm honestly surprised that that man Fred would even like let that happen. But I'm yeah, glad he did. Yeah, I just want to say most most some players may not agree with the things that are happening, but they are at least respecting other people's viewpoints. Yeah, and, and they'll sit there and, yeah, they'll, and they'll wear yeah. their shirts and and everything like that, and they'll get over it. And I think that's awesome. And I just want to say, um, I don't think I've ever seen Bauer wear any of the Black Lives Matter shirts. We have to talk about uh, another person affiliated with uh, Bauer. Uh, well, you know, I used to. I used to like what Momentum was doing, and especially Rachel Luba in general. But when she Can signed, we go in on Rachel, Yasiel please. Puig, yeah, no, oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what we're doing. Oh no! When you as see... a woman in baseball or as a woman in sports, I am so hurt by like the things that she's doing and like the stuff that she has caused, and and the fact that she doesn't freaking care about anything that she's doing. She sits there on Twitter and she says that Puig is such a good person and and belongs in baseball. Puig is an alleged rapist, okay? And 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 while maybe the court case and things like that haven't come out, I'm gonna fucking believe the woman, okay? Until until yeah. the signs prove that it's wrong, I am going to believe her. And and for a girl to sit there and to like tweets about how, oh, I accuse you of rape. You're now a rapist because Rachel did like that and we have all the freaking, the video recordings and the screenshots of it. 
to do that on your professional account. And then honestly, to go onto your website and have um, that players are getting taken advantage of, like, that's just like the irony is just, oh my God. No. Rachel Women like Luba. Rachel Luba does not yeah, belong she, in sports. Yeah, yeah. What, 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 what the thing with the thing of Yasiel Pui, it's just it's just like yeah, yeah oh he a few times of being a bad teammate by Zach Greinke, Clay Gershaw, and guys who normally don't speak out and stuff like that. Oh, and he is an alleged rapist. And while it's not confirmed yet, I'm gonna believe the fucking woman because that's what we need to do more. She needs to be treated like you know they need to be treated, you know, like they need to be they need to be believed. Because this what? Because this is a yeah. problem with many people in sports. There might be people out there who are afraid to speak out because. Mm. They don't want. They're afraid of the backlash they're about to receive, and the fact that exactly, the, the exactly. momentum is supposed to five minutes ago of Yasiel Pui, and then marking the oh, he's a good guy. I guarantee you, you can find a five, three minute video of Charles Manson being a good guy volunteering for charity. And when he oh, hey, look at this. Look at what Charles did. He's a great guy, and it's just imagine it's a stupid how analogy the girl feels, use, and I'm so disappointed. Imagine how the girl feels sitting at home, seeing another woman, another woman say. He belongs in baseball. He belongs in sports, and then also calling yourself like a feminist and like pro women and everything. Oh my like god! That. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's I can't even, even imagine that. I can't even imagine that. Like, I, and she's okay. I'm just gonna say this: she's not a very good freaking agent. I'm sorry, she's not. <laughs> if you if you're going to discredit every single thing a reporter says, then fucking come out and 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 say it and deny it. But like, Be a reporter. give the actual Be a reporter yourself. Be a exactly, reporter yourself. Report it right, yourself. like it makes sense. Bro, if you don't want to be the only one reporting on the news, then you actually have to give reports. You can't just sit there and be like, oh, it'll be updated in the YouTube video. Oh, it'll be updated in the YouTube video. Oh, it'll be updated in the YouTube Exactly. It's never in the YouTube video either. Stop lying to us, man. Give us the damn news already. Listen, we're all tired of this. I'm sorry, we're going to lean back into battle a little bit. This is a lot a lot more about Luba. Listen, she has to give us zero updates. Zero updates. All updates are on YouTube. We've spoken to some teams. Yeah, we all know you're speaking to some teams. That's how free agency works, you moron. Give us an update. Make your decision already, because we couldn't care less like, already. We just want this to be over, so like, we can stop hearing your name already. Like, listen, well, I like, don't... at this point, at, the, at this point, Bauer is just going to every single team. Like it seems like. Oh, exactly. Yeah. She, she, you know what's so annoying about this? That she, she, what is it called? She constantly has gone after John Heyman. When listen, we all know he makes mistakes. Like we all, yeah. Like he's not him, the like, he's not the best reporter. Chill but out. we do not like we, and we just make fun of him for it because we realize at the end of the day we're gonna end up getting the right the real news anyway. Yeah, so, like, yeah. Leave it alone. It's at the point where like whether it be Rosenthal now, Heyman, or it's at the point at now. At the beginning of this whole offseason, it's been Bauer wants it to go through Luba. He wants to be the first one to like announce it on his own. Him be the one to announce his free agency decision through Luba. He said it. It's gonna be announced through Luba. Now I I I want it to get spoiled. I want that's not gonna to get happen. Spoiled. He is not so gonna bad. be able to get it through Luba. I'm sorry, wanna, it's I, not I, gonna I, happen. No, I I hope there's I hope I hope John Heyman does it. I hope John Heyman does it. I hope John Me too. Goes hey, he's coming here, and I want to see what I want to see what Trevor Bauer says when he's right and he and he tells the world he, he's where just, he's going. What is he gonna say? No, he's gonna, he's gonna, gonna be like, oh, my, you know what? Not confirm this. Yeah, and then and then what? Thirty minutes later, her, uh, Luba's gonna tweet it. And look stupid. You know what? Exactly. You know, you, know, you know what? You know how much of a a, a bad person Bauer is. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised. I would. This is definitely out of realm possibility. He'll decide on the team, and he'll and Heyman will announce it. And you know what? And you know what will happen? 
Bauer just goes eating internationalism himself, he'll be like, I'm not going there no more. And he'll choose a different team. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he did that. I, I, he, I he's that type of person. He that. He is that type of person. He's that type of person. Just because he's all by himself. He wants to be, um, you know, he wants it all to be about him. He wants the whole community to be about him. And listen, I was advocating, like, listen. And so, like, I was thinking, like, yo, he only had one good season. Listen, if you saw me tweet, Bauer to the New York Yankees, no, you didn't. Because I do not watch that man in the Yankees no more. It is long gone. Yankees don't even think about it. And I just ranted 20 minutes ago about how we need to make moves. But he is not the move. So stay away. Yeah, Bauer is not the move. Stay away. MLB teams, literally, we can exile this man out of MLB. Get him out, honestly. (laughs) Get him out. The way he got so upset at John makes me think that everything that John is saying is true. How much money he wants. The way that Rachel responds. Nobody gets that defensive over something that's not true. Exactly. And it's like John is saying, hey, Rachel denied my like request to comment. And then Rachel is like, yeah, I did. But later, like, but but like I did that earlier. It's like, like he's, he's like, what? The funny thing is, he the funny thing is, he said Rachel never replied to him, but he never like said that he wasn't asking for that money. Like he never denied the fact that he was asking for. He wants that money mil. because he's greedy he and he thinks he's good. Like, he's not he's not worth that. That's Garrett Cole money. He's not worth it. He's not worth it. This man really he's thinks he's worth Garrett Cole money, and he's had so many four four ERA no, seasons. No, he's not worth Cole money. I just want to say that the Brewers literally no, destroyed not. him. Like I like if the Brewers can, if the Brewers offense, the 2020 offense, can score runs off of Trevor Bauer and hit home runs, then uh, yeah, you don't deserve over 200 million dollars. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh yeah, <laughs> Dude, Trevor Bauer. But again, all of his actions. Are control all of them contrast everything about his brand? Oh, a hundred percent. I really that's the wish. thing that that's the thing that that's the thing that perplexes me the most about Bowers that that he hypes himself up. Okay, like to recap, he hypes himself up as this progressive who wants to grow the game, and then he wipes BLM off the mound. Say yeah. what you will about the movement, but that's inconsistent about his brand. Do you know how cool it would be if we had people like Cole Tucker, if we had people like Flaherty, if we had people like that doing what Bauer does? I feel like that would grow the game more. If we had Cody like, Bellinger and Christian Yelich even that, it, it their doesn't stuff, have to be. It doesn't have to be exclusive to political affiliation. We just need people who aren't assholes like right. Bauer. Exactly. And young right. people, too. We need people. Like I said, I feel like Cole Tucker, um, like, he amount, he he's a fan. Everybody's a fan of Cole Tucker. Everybody loves Cole Tucker. No, exactly. it doesn't matter. He's on the Pirates. But everybody loves Cole Tucker. And I bet that he would get the same amount of views like, if he did the same shit. Jack Flaherty, for example, already made Instagram posts up here in Toronto on stories through Impact. I think that Instagram account. Yeah, Impact. That, like, he was can, all over it. Yeah, exactly. If we're able to, you know, put the right people in the spotlight, we'll be able I people, to actually I saw grow. that. I saw that story on people that didn't watch baseball. And I was like, hey, that's exactly. Jack Flaherty. Like, they, if they don't a, know who that yeah. is. Imagine if they knew who it was. Yeah, exactly. Everybody would love to watch that guy. He seems like such a cool dude and like to get an insider on people like that and to get an insider on on his team and like that'd be awesome. And and what Bauer does, I feel like what Bauer does is great and it's awesome to watch the videos and it's like, "Oh my god, wow, these guys are actually like real people and they have they joke around a lot and it's funny." But for Bauer to do it, I, I think it's a good it, person. Like Bauer yeah. Bauer it's a Bauer is just a, like, Bauer, 
everything will make me wonder about what about why the baseball community turned on Bauer. It's just like like I got I think I figured it was just everyone got sick of everything like about John Heyman and all of no, the Rachel once, Luba it, stuff. It, and it really Luba started, Okay, personally really I, I don't I just like Luba even more than I dislike Bauer. No, because I, Luba, it, 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 because Luba like, is even more of a really sniffling Luba's, hypocrite. Yeah, Luba's because, worse. Luba's like, the, the true, one endorsing the, turn, the full The full turn of hatred started with that tor- the bracket tournament because he started taking advantage of every single um, what is Yankee it fan. Yeah. Yankee fans. Yeah. No, no he would, not he, he, would, fan. he took advantage of every fan base. He, kept he would put on Dodger hats. He put on Padre hats. Yeah, and then the whole videos like. Yeah, the Blue Jays fans, you guys are a two on cre- uh, two on consistency, yeah, like the, two the on Twitter, volume, Twitter and a ten on creativity. Account. And he was calling yeah, like that everybody. Was extra. That was so. Bro, I, I voted for Carabas. I voted. I, I for voted. Carabas. I didn't vote for. Okay, I voted for Bauer. Well, I'll admit, like I thought what Bauer was doing initially was pretty funny, and that he was. Uh, I thought, oh my god, he's just being a massive troll. But then when he kept doing it, it just became really annoying. It got annoying. And and, and I, I voted. And I'll say it. I voted for Bauer in that poll, yes, mostly I voted, I mostly guess, because I, I can't stand Jared Carabas. Yeah, same. That's, that's I call actually I call him Jared Cannabis because he's high all the fucking time. <laughs> that guy doesn't. That guy doesn't know a damn thing about baseball. All he does is talk about how the Yankees suck and how the Yankees this, Yankees that. Hey, remember that time when we won the World Series in 2018? That was cool, right? That means okay, we automatically have superiority over you as a franchise. I'm okay, fucking me. hell. I'm, I'm, don't even get me started on Jared I'm, I'm a Carabas defender. He sucks. Oh, he sucks. This guy talked about the, talked about the Yankees all year long when his team was uh, – Top four draft pick team this year, buddy. Listen, I dare to you if it was the other way around, you wouldn't have stopped talking about the Yankees. Guys, I, if anybody was not be upset in the AL East, what team do you think we're talking about? Which team do you think should be really upset right now, barring the events that just happened? The, yes. Who, the, the Yankees? The, I mean, if it was any team that should be upset about a team in the National League making a move, I guess it would be the Yankees. No, he's, trying to say the blue, he's trying to say the Blue Jays. The Red Sox, the Blue Jays. Like, that, uh, you uh, yes. that they were going to get, like, you kept Where's saying, like, Jays? this is because you didn't Oh, That's even worse. You're, this is even worse for you than me because you literally told us, it's guaranteed he's coming to Toronto because we're going to say it should have been. Motel. We're I was, I, we're it was almost guaranteed motel. to me that Lindor was going to be a Blue Jay. It was too perfect. <laughs> It was okay, it was but I think the perfect. fans created that. I don't think the Blue Jays were ever gonna do that. It was just the fans. But they were that... gonna do that. They no, have I feel the, like the Blue Jays were gonna package. do that if they. The Blue Jays were gonna do that if they lost that on DJ, which I feel like it, is why the Mets took the opportunity to do it now. Lindor was their option before DJ. Like DJ yeah. is a backup option, and we don't even think we're going to get DJ. As we said before, DJ is going to be a Los Angeles Dodger most likely. <laughs> The bottom line is DJ at this point is still his most likely destination. I'd still say is probably the Yankees. Like for no. all the talk that we say, I dude, come on. 
He's going to be a Dodger. He's going to be a Dodger. He's either going to be a Yankee or a Dodger, but as of right if, now, I think the, the Yankees, more likely the destination to, is to, If he was going to be a Yankee, he would have already been signed by the Yankees. No, but, 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 but the exorbitant price he has, five by 125. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to repeat that. Yeah, I'm going to back up the camera here. I think he's going to, like, listen, I'm pretty sure I'm leaning more towards the Dodgers right now as well, but I'm going to agree with Cameron. He probably, he, there's still a good chance he comes to the Yankees and. It's not I, – I think it's actually the opposite. If he was going to be a Yankee, he was going to be a Yankee at this point. No, I think it's actually opposite. If he was in his five years, he would have gone in by now already. Like, no one – no one's going to get – like, that's the problem. No one wants to give the fifth year. So, like, he's not getting it. Unless the Dodgers also, are in the end to, like, pony it up. Like, okay, fine. But, like, it's an overpay. Five years, 125 is an overpay. And don't let anyone else tell you. Like, the Yankees yeah, can do it. Like, listen, you won't say it's an overpay. Because, listen, no one's going to say it's an overpay because they just want to laugh at the Yankees for losing DJ LeMahieu. But we all know it's an overpay. The, we yeah. all know we're, the market is just slowly thinning down with the Mets and the Padres having made their moves. Very yeah, few other trades. It, and it's a majority trades. It's like no signings. It's all it, it, it is. Because like, nobody bro. wants to take on as much money as they could have in a regular season. Right, because I the mean, only this is so there. the this only sucks. teams with a net gain, I, if I'm not mistaken, were the Mets, obviously because of Cohen, um, were uh, Toronto because they were owned corporately, and I think the Braves also made a little bit. Um, but the other Better teams, that money towards Marcelo Zuna, were in the <laughs> were in the red. And when you think of teams like Cleveland, it's putting teams at such a competitive disadvantage. Where like Cleveland was almost broke, right? They had. Absolutely zero money. Don't, so it don't say forced that. Don't say that. Don't say that. Nothing. Don't say it that. forced. No, don't say what. No major league baseball team is broke. Don't say no, that. It, it's okay, it's some teachers. A small market. Not everyone's the Yankees, Nick. Okay, being a fan of a league small market team. team I I have been a fan of a small market team Dude, since I was alive. Yes, I am. And, take it away. And I think How's that I think going? it's crazy. It, it sucks, dude. It sucks because. The Brewers, literally, Christian Yelich took a pay cut. Christian Yelich was worth so much more than he got. And he signed because he loves Milwaukee and because that's all we they could offer him. And we are never, ever going to see a deal like that in the Brewer history again. And I think it's... <laughs> I, I, I don't think that... Try major League history. I, yeah, like, okay. But and you guys I, have Giannis, too, right? Giannis did the same. You guys actually had... Two bona fide superstars right. love playing in Milwaukee. Because Milwaukee like, is such a good city because the fans, the Brewers are literally number eight on, on crowd attendance. We're the smallest market and we rank number eight on crowd attendance. Like, I think, I think that has to say something because the fans are the best. The, the atmosphere is, is amazing. And I, I really do think that there should be at least a salary floor or at least, a, yes. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know if there should Bro, be a salary cap. But there floor, should definitely floor. be a salary floor because this is floor, so unfair. Yeah. A salary floor. A salary floor would definitely floor. incentivize new ownership. It's so unfair, though. You billion you, dollar owners can't just stand there and say they don't have money. Stop the raise. The raise went yeah, to the that's... World Series, and I feel like that's the argument all the time. Is like, oh, a small market team made it to the World Series, but it's like you, they're they competed with a, a team that makes what's their payroll? The Dodger payroll is probably like. At Through least, the roof. yeah, it, it's one of the highest payroll. Like it, it's insane, and I think it's so unfair. And and the and the Rays just traded everybody away. They're never gonna get to that <laughs> caliber again anytime soon. Speaking, speaking of the Rays selling, like 
We, you know, players like Ian Happ. I think that's really been, like, the sad thing about you, baseball. Where would you kind of place Ian Happ on, like, the buy or the sell side? Because, and you with know, the that, situation. yet, ladies and gentlemen, with that, it is the return, the off-season edition of buy or sell. Take it over, Cameron. Oh, man. All right. So we've got a we've got a few good candidates here. We've got three candidates, and we've got three really great candidates. Some of the some of the most controversial figures in baseball as of right now, including one that <laughs> we have feuded over for <laughs> quite a bit on this on this show. I'm looking at you, Rosada. So yeah, we're gonna start off the buy and sell with <laughs> uh, the first guy, uh, Corbin Burns. Buy or I'll give it a buy. I'll give it a buy. I'm gonna buy. Corbin is a very underrated pitcher. Yeah, Uh, I'd buy. Agreed, because he's a very underrated pitcher for what he is. He has a great pitch repertoire. He's able to locate. He's got all the tools. Plays, you know, plays with Brandon Woodruff, a bunch of other guys. Last episode was the episode of Brandon Woodruff. Like, that entire Milwaukee staff with, you know, Adrian Hauser and the others, even Suter out of the bullpen is underrated. You know, I definitely buy on the entire Brewers pitching staff. Our our pitching is so underrated. Let's not forget that Corbin Burns was basically a Cy Young candidate before he got, you know, injured. And, like, I think the second to last start of the year. Yeah, he didn't qualify for enough innings. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if innings is the good stat to use in the 60-game season, but what do I Oh, no, but you have to, like, you have to have, like, a certain amount of innings pitched to be even, like, considered for, like, if you want to win it, like you have to have a certain number of innings pitched, and he came up short for that, so he wouldn't even be like considered for it. But yes, he had a Cy Young year, and that's all I can be thankful for for my small Milwaukee team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think I'm gonna buy on Colburn Burns as a guy who's who's a definitely a solid, dependable number two or potentially number one next year. We will see how Woodruff and others do, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to buy on this guy. I'm definitely buying on Corbin Burns. As you said before, um, he had Cy Young caliber numbers, Cy Young caliber stuff before he went down with injury and unfortunately was ineligible for the Cy Young. And I, I don't know much about him. Again, that could be because of the small market thing. But <laughs> I, I, from what I've heard, I know that Corbin Burns is one hell of a pitcher. And I yes. think he, I yep. think he can emerge as the number one guy in that uh, Milwaukee rotation for the uh, foreseeable future. I think so. Yeah, him and uh, him and Woodruff are honestly a pretty pretty solid one and two. They Definitely. really are. Yeah. You know, so if the Brewers add a picture, a, a pitcher like maybe a James Paxton. Which you know, I I could <laughs> see possibly okay. in the picture. Okay. okay. I know I know the Yankees fans hate James. Now you're Paxton, just now you're just trying to make me mad. That's privilege. That's <laughs> Yankee privilege of oh James Paxton is bad, but to other teams, James Paxton is actually a reliable. No, he's, he's not bad. He just he just I don't really know. He was weird. Way. Yeah, he, he just really rubbed yeah. it the wrong way the last two years. And like like I said this I actually said this yesterday. I'm not gonna talk about it much, but I would take him back. At the right price, 
I don't really, I didn't really want to bat this. And a one-year prove it deal. Yep, exactly. The Yankees, because the deal. Yankees really need pitching right now. Like you have Cole, and then you have. All right, let's not get too off track with the Yankee talk. What's our number buy or sell? Let's go. Let's do Gary Sanchez. Oh, that's a Yankee. Oh no. Let's do Ian Happ first. <laughs> Ian Happ. Ian Happ. Thanks for the spoiler. I'm very sold. I'm, I'm, I'm very like I'm very by on him. Like I'm completely I'm sold gonna, on the idea buy. of Ian Happ. He, he's yeah. shown to be a fantastic hitter. Okay, I, I, I was buying. Like will actually I'm not gonna bias because I like I love Happ. Like he's one of my favorite players to be honest. Like, I think honestly, he's yeah, everybody's like, favorite player. He's such a like really? an all around guy. Like, Ian yeah, Happ is a is a good ball player. No, he's fun. Great too. gap power. He's able to drive the ball both fields. You know, very likable as well. Like, doesn't he do podcasting? Now as well? that he does, that's he does a guy that can help the game grow. That's a guy that can help the game grow, and that's others. Maybe if he just smiled a little more. Yeah, <laughs> he almost has like a deadpan face, doesn't he? You know, maybe that's just maybe that's just shtick. You know, he's not a guy who smiles. He's just this guy who is a, cracks the jokes and has really uh, good coffee. Yeah, <laughs> it looks like he's. Uh, I think he's on track to you know becoming you know a, I don't want to say perennial all star, but at least a, per, a repeating all star. But I do think you know. He'd be more at home with you know another team than the Cubs, you know at this point in time. Where Future Brewer Ian Happ, you know I I could see that fit you know if they weren't in the same division. Um, but you know even as a Blue Jays fan, like if I were looking for another outfield replacement for Gurriel, a guy like Happ would be you know amazing to have. Or for you know the Giants again, I always bring up the Giants and trade conversations. If I were the San Francisco Giants, I'd be looking at this guy and salivating. Yeah, I mean, let's give him credit, too. He plays pretty much everywhere. He's a pretty utility player, and he's good he's at older, it. He's an older Kevin Biggio with a little bit less discipline and a little bit more contact. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah. A, good, he's a good player. Definitely. So I'm and the only, the only point or the only runs in the, uh, the postseason came from a home run off of him so <laughs> well it was it was one singular run so it's not too much for I thought it was two I thought it was two I thought he hit a rest, I thought he hit a two run homer Cubs. He hit a solo Chicago. homer yeah rest in peace Cubs so our final buy or sell what is it oh, oh man okay. Okay. I'm gonna announce Gary this one Gary Sanchez. Get out the way. Daryl. Get out the way. Get out the way, my dudes. Oh, this is, God. This is a Here we go. Have to buy on Gary car crash. Car crash. You better buy him. I'm not giving up on Gary Sanchez. Yeah, damn right. They're going to make us buy at him at gunpoint. I don't like Sanchez resurgence train this year. Guys, remember the Greg Bird resurgence train? There's only so much hope you can have. But I would still buy I would still buy. I think I would buy on all three of these guys. Greg Bird was never an all-star. Yeah, I don't. I mm -mm. I don't. I don't think Gary Sanchez is like a good like. I mean, he's good. Obviously, I'm not going to say he's not good, but like he's going to be an all-star this year. He's going to be a top three catcher again. He's going to establish himself this year. If Gary Sanchez is going to become the top three catcher, then Derek Fisher is going to beat Mike Trout in an okay. MVP race. 
Bro, honestly, if Gary Sanchez could get, if Gary Sanchez could just fix his offense, honestly, I feel like most people would have, like really couldn't. That's like saying about his that's like saying, hey guys, you know what? If Jeff Mathis hits and he's the best player in baseball, it's like guys, you, you know what? Hold on, do I hear you guys defending Gary? Wait, wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. Did I hear someone say that offense is the big thing to fix for Gary Sanchez? <laughs> the of all of the metrics that say that Gary Sanchez is a problematic at best defender. <laughs> and at worst, he is a not borderline, but around 500 feet across the border car crash <laughs> and if you want to keep pushing it he's worse he's than the capital he... police behind the plate <laughs> okay not that bad oh but <laughs> okay he's not the capital police he's not the capital police but okay oh. i'm not here to talk about i'm not here to talk about this his defense and i'm not here to talk about the capital police but i'm here to talk about his offense because Gary Sanchez, I think that's the thing that a lot of people are uh, putting their analytical microscopes on the analysts, the big media guys, people like that. They they want to talk about, oh my God, Gary Sanchez hit at hit at a one sixty clip this year, and uh, and I'm sure this is going to shock a lot of people here, knowing my attitude toward uh, the Yankees. Um, I'm. <laughs> I'm actually buying this year on Sanchez. I think he can. Act, I I think he knows. I think he has enough upside. I have not given up on him yet. He is sorry, in the same see- exact situation to me as Daniel Jones. I'm giving him one more year, and if he doesn't prove himself that he can be, well, we all know what he can be. Then I say we kick him to the curb. I give him one more like- year. There's no I point like- in the curb. But I no love how you say he, that. It looks like looking at it. He's a free agent after 2022, so there's no really, there's no really, it's not really a point. Like, I don't know if you really want to wait, just wait for Austin Wells. They better not overpay for a catcher. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay, Austin but even Wells. Austin Wells is also not, from my he's, he's not that also good. There's also Siegler. There's also oh, Anthony. Anthony. Yeah, Tony Siegler. Steph Curry's going off right now. I just wanted to say that. Let's go. Oh God. Oh no. Oh God. You think Nick's bad when he talks about the Yankees? Oh, forget it when he gets on the Warriors. It, guys, if you're looking for a defensive catcher, you're going to look to Siegler. But really, Austin, what Austin Wells offers is just a switch hitting catcher with not a lot of defensive upside. You know, he has a lot of offensive upside. But, like, honestly, exactly. if you do want to trade Gary Sanchez, which, listen, I wouldn't, but I totally he understand no if you he would. Much value. This is the only point in time where he'll have value. And even then, his value will be similar to that of a Josh Bell, which is quite low. Like, and it's sad to say that because we all know the player that he can be. He seems to me like the guy that's going to kind of resurge in a Minnesota Twins uniform four years down the road. Minnesota. I just love hearing Cameron say that Gary Sanchez is like watching a car crash and then he goes, yeah, I would buy him. Yeah. I'm talking about behind the plate defensively. He sucks, but I would buy him. Defensively behind the... I'm I'm not talking about... I'm not talking about, 
off offensively, I'm buying him because when we talk about Gary Sanchez, we're talking about a hitter who happens to sit behind the plate when his team pitches. So <laughs> didn't didn't he have a 147 batting average this year? Yeah, he did. Yeah, well, yeah. it was in the shortened <laughs> season. Hey, okay, hey, okay, hey! Okay. You, you know who else? And 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 you know who I'm about. Don't to Don't bring up no, Christian. No. Don't bring up Christian. I don't want to hear that, it. That, oh, that, hear bingo, it. bingo, bingo, bingo. No, that's what I'm going to bring up. Yellow. Christian, y'all, hold on. You you can hear me. You can hear me on mic. Even Yellick put up a positive war. I'm gonna I'm gonna take my microphone and head it over to my keyboard. I'm Even heading toward had an above 100 OPS plus. We were Christian Yelich's. I am heading toward Bad Christian Yelich's baseball reference page right now. I don't want to hear it. And it says no, that in right. 2020, Christian Yelich hit had oh my god a 205 clip. That looks pretty shitty. Oh but you know god. what? I think Christian. You know what? I think Christian Yelich is still going to be a great player because you know in a 60 game season, a 205 batting average when the year before he hit oh I don't know 329 and had an OPS of 1.1. And, and if he didn't get hurt, he would have won MVP in a landslide. He still should have won MVP. That's all Christian I'm going to say. Oh, yeah, Christian, Yelich, Christian Yelich is winning MVP yeah, this year. Yeah. But, you know, that's a little spoiler for my prediction right before the season starts. But, yeah. Um, so he needs a good spring that, training, but... and then he'll be fine. If someone needs to get in his face and say, hey, you need to stop being worried about your kneecap, you're going to be fine, and then he's going to hit better. Yeah. <laughs> It's a uh, I, very bond. Someone needed to yell at him. Someone needed to yeah, yell at him just... and be like, "You're gonna be fine. You're not gonna break your knee. You can chill we the fuck out." We will be sending Sam to Miller Park in order to give Christian Yelich a speech as soon yes. as possible. Yes, yes, one hundred percent. So down. I would All just, right. I would just, sta- I would stand there, and I'm five four, so he's he's probably gonna be towering over me, and I'm gonna be like, "Buddy, <laughs> buddy, you need to listen. You're you're gonna be fine." Four? Jeez. Only five. Oh, do don't rip. Five four. That's tall. That's tall. Every 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 girl on Twitter is five four, so we're not gonna talk. About okay. That. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm short. Yeah. Okay. Five, I'm sorry. Four. I mean, it's not it's, it's not that short. It's not like you're four eleven, but. It's like four. <laughs> All right. So recently, I know girls so now. Like, like I have a friend who's like four ten. I'm six ten. Okay. Cameron, At least I'm a little Cameron. taller. Cameron. I'm sorry. I like flexing my height. I'm six yeah, foot. I don't um, know much yeah. Baseball world was sad by passing a time of the sort of a World Series winning manager for the Los Angeles Dodgers, one of the greatest baseball managers of all time. And players always talk about how he would help elevate their games to a level they never thought they could see. Tommy Lasorda, straight up, he was a winner. He helped teams win. He won. He helped Dodgers win a couple World Series and Obviously, he's one of the greatest baseball managers of all time, and he's a Dodger icon, and honestly, a baseball icon. So, rest in peace, Tom, rest in peace, Tommy Lasorda. He lived a great ninety-three years of life. Rest in peace. And it feels like it feels like, it feels like everything. It feels like everything. It feels like twenty twenty just like never ended. Like this is just another one. Yeah, this is the thirteenth month, twenty twenty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But with that, everybody, that's gonna put a yeah, wrap. Dude, this is uh, we're gonna put a wrap. It's a bonus world. This is the yeah, we're gonna level. put a wrap. We're gonna put a wrap to episode eighteen of the Kids Talk podcast. We had a great day today, and we can't wait. To, we can't wait for the future with you guys. I think twenty twenty one it's gonna be a big year for us, obviously. And with that, I'm your host Elijah Burks. Everyone else signing off. Peace, 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 peace. Hey. peace.